You are listening to the United Not Uniform podcast, and I'm your host, Crystal. The purpose of this podcast is to have intentional spaces that allow and celebrate difference, difference of opinion, experience, and more. In this podcast, we will be able to truly hear and see one another, even when we disagree. What would it look like if we were truly able to see one another, to set aside fear, insecurity, and doubt, to be willing to embrace the silence and let words carry their full weight? If that sounds fun, or at least a tiny bit interesting, you are in the right place. Together, we will grow as we discuss different topics, hear other stories, and have a few laughs along the way. Welcome to United Not Uniform where there is more than enough space for us to be seen and to see others. Now, I'm here with a very special guest today, my sister. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, so I've had the pleasure of knowing Sis for 30 years, but you guys are meeting her for the first time today. So, uh, Lauren, do you mind just sharing a little bit about yourself with everybody else? Yeah, sure. Um, so <laughs> our family, uh, I'm a Virgo, which I'm reminded about a lot. <laughs> so um, I'm more on the introverted side. Crystal's more like extroverted, which is okay, too. Um, but yeah, I'm a kind of very creative <laughs> and I like to like sometimes cook, try new recipes and bake. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to be here and... I am the younger sister, but I feel like sometimes I have big sis energy, apparently. Well, I introduce you as my younger, older sister, oftentimes. It makes sense, but it doesn't. That's true. That's true. So, Lauren, you are just now in your 30s. You just turned 30, right? Yes. I'm 30 and, well, can't use fractions anymore. (laughs) We'll do all these fractions. But yes, I've been 30 for... Four months. <laughs> wow. How does it feel so far? Uh, it's, it's different. It's kind of like I have to think about people ask how old I am. I'm like, oh, wait, I'm not. I can't say 20 something. I'm now 30. So <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a bit of a transition. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit of a transition uh, for me. So I just turned 33. And I'm almost at the place now where like or in some surveys, like when they ask you questions about yourself. They're like, there's like that bracket of like, like out of college and then like, like the young professionals group. I'm like no longer in that group. It seems to go like 25 to maybe like 32, sometimes 33, but having to move up to that next bracket. I'm like, I don't know how I feel. (laughs) I saw a 25 to 34. I was like, okay, I'm in the middle. I like this. (laughs) Okay. Okay. There's hope. There's hope. Okay. <laughs> but I wanted to just kind of start off with um, just taking time to acknowledge the the surprises, right? Uh, turning a new decade is a, is a big deal. Um, yes. <laughs> and so my question for you is what was, or you're still discovering, right? You're only four months into 30s. Uh, the biggest surprise so far about being in your 30s? Um. I feel like I have a couple different parts to this answer, but like I remember like being in my twenties thinking that thirty was like a million years away. <laughs> and now oh. <laughs> I was like, oh wait, that kind of like uh, with 
went fast, but it's like funny because like in my twenties, I thought that like 30 meant like homeowner and like married and all this stuff. And then I realized like I'm here and I'm like, um, that's not exactly the case for me, which is totally fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, um, not that it's like a shock or anything, but I kind of realized that it's like, I don't have to compare myself to someone else's standards or goals. Cause I know for me, I've never really uh, put a timestamp on homeownership or like getting married or anything. So I'm like, I don't yeah. have to, you know, hit this mark at X date because that may not be like my top priority right now, which it isn't. And I mean, if other people live that way, that's totally fine. But just realizing that I can hold myself to my standards and goals, I don't have to compare myself to other people and where they are in life because we're all like on a separate journey, which is fine, but we have to, you know, figure out our own path and try not to, you know, um, compare it to some, to compare. Oh my gosh, <laughs> you got it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll each other, but still like uplift and empower one another. So just focusing more on like being the best version of myself, as well as trying to uplift other people. I think that's great. Too. Very wise for only four months in. I'm just gonna say. I will take it. <laughs> my older <laughs> years. <laughs> I feel like before now, it's kind of like you do the math and you're like, oh, 20 years ago. I can say 20 years ago when I was still alive. This is oh, different. my goodness. I was watching this uh, YouTube reaction video and they were talking about like songs that are 20 years old. And I'm like, I heard this in like high school. And like, like you said, you're doing the math. You're like, oh. And some people like on the video – They'll have like Gen Z uh, there too. And they're like, oh yeah, I was like three or five. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, even watching it, we watched the How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the Jim Carrey version. I was like, oh, this came out in 2000. <laughs> I was like, what? Right. And you start to relate <laughs> more to like, like the-, the math. I'm like, wait a minute, <laughs> 24 years ago. Right. And then you start to relate a lot more to the Grinch as opposed to like the Cindy Lou Who or the other Who's. I'm like, do I talk to myself when I get home? Like, is that? <laughs> that I, 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 I own that, but I'm like, do I live on a mountain next to a dump? <laughs> and I'm crunchy? I know. I it's, like the, it's like the example of like with Spongebob when people yeah. like as they age. Spongebob and Squidward. <laughs> right. They're like, I'm now Squidward. Oh no. <laughs> so funny. But I feel so like if me- I, sorry, oh. if I can interject before, but I feel like um, another thing, not that, I'm, not that we're old or anything, but I feel like it's like cool to just like discover your inner child again. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, your inner SpongeBob, if you will. <laughs> so you're not like, <laughs> as serious because it's like you can still have fun and, you know, you have like, not that like you're still a kid, but you have like more freedom, like because you like you know make your own money or whatnot and stuff. But like just still remembering that you can still have fun and you know enjoy and keep things light as well, and not yeah, be a that, <laughs> that is such a good point, and I think that aligns with a little bit of what I was going to share for the surprise, uh, biggest surprise is that I feel like as I'm getting older, I'm taking myself a lot less serious, and so like even even in exploring what does it mean to like play, right? Or like have fun, right? It just looks different. Like I know for me, when I was living abroad in Malta, like we would travel, we would like go to the pub, we would like do all these things, right? I know Lauren's making a face because there's a lot of like 
fun travel stories from younger Crystal. Younger Crystal, like, without <laughs> without fear. <laughs> Maybe without common sense sometimes, too. So being in the States, it's like, you probably have a Nokia phone and, like, a I don't even know what the time difference was. It's like, what are we Oh, yeah, I did do? have a Nokia phone. <laughs> That's happens. right. How do I find you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, like, now I feel like I'm still challenging myself in new ways, right? Um, it just looks different. But, like, how not to take yourself so seriously? So I will say when I turned 30, it was during the pandemic. Womp womp. And uh, we ended up after things that called down, calmed down a bit in December, um, celebrating my 30th in like a cabin trip with just a couple of friends. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I never expected that a couple months into my thirties, I would be leaving my corporate job and transitioning fully into working at my local church full time. Yeah. And so I would say <laughs> for someone who was like moving up the corporate ladder and all these things. I did not expect my 30s would be me going back to school. Like, what? Who is doing that? Me. Um, and like, a bunch having... of degrees. I mean, it's yeah. a off brand for you. Oh, well, okay. I love it. Our... It just seemed like pretty on brand. I was like, okay. <laughs> to be <Degrees>. fair, our <laughs> family, like, our parents are educators, so we didn't really stand much of a chance. Um, it's like oh like you can either go to college or get a job but what college are you going to <laughs> i know that's literally how it went <laughs> it's like so go to college i guess it's i was like oh no no option got it got it got it um and so yeah i think that's been the surprise of like what does it look like to hold my five-year plan whatever like honestly just throw the plan out because we're not on that trajectory right um but almost it's almost like really just enjoying i find myself wanting to enjoy the present like i'm very focused I, i'm a planner right and as i've like been relearning myself right there are some things that i i did to get by versus things that were actually fruitful mm-hmm. that were actually me right and so there's some things that i'm unlearning while at the same time i'm exploring and and um getting to know myself at a deeper level in a deeper way and it's just been i guess it's the other surprise of just it's been fun getting back to the real me yeah that's like happier moving towards a healthier direction hopefully um I mean, that's a journey and just enjoy the ride. I know you will because you're <laughs> you care about your health, but it's like that is a journey as well of like yeah, like, oh, like I know for me, it's like I need to go to the doctor. It's been a while. Like going my checkups set up. Like I'm not 20 anymore. I probably should <laughs> keep up. Oh with man, <laughs> y'all, I was in denial about. So when we're recording this, it's uh, it's during when we had some of the snow. Now, for those of you who are up north, I know. Those of us in the DMV don't get real snow. We already know. We'll just name Probably that. Probably dusting compared to you guys. Yes. <laughs> the, whole, like, the whole area shuts down. <laughs> but we had ice, right? That's something. Ice and something. <laughs> I've been living in my home now for like two going on three years. And I still didn't buy a shovel. <laughs> or like. The way is for I think you're supposed to shovel my area. Right? <laughs> <sighs> Cut to me shoveling my parking space tonight like literally before we did this podcast and i'm already starting to feel it in my body like i'm sore and i didn't even get all the ice i gave up <laughs> i was like oh okay 
what was I listened to something I can't remember who I think they were maybe in their 30s and 40s or just like talking about you know you're older when you get sore just doing the regular things <laughs> the regular things but shoveling like is a sleeping. workout on its own <laughs> oh my goodness so oh, as we're geez. kind of talking about some of the surprises right and I'm sure more are going to come up as we talk if you could give your younger self some advice, what would it be? Um, I will say being comfortable in your own skin. I feel like that's good. Those teenage years, at least for me, thinking of like, oh, I have to act cool and like be a certain way and look unbothered and stuff. But then, like on the inside, is like totally different. But like mm-hmm. what I said before, of like discovering the inner child and not taking yourself too seriously I think you said that too it's like you are kind of like like rediscovering yourself yeah at least that we feel like in like my journey in 30 of like oh like I like this and like like even like just playing games with friends I'm like I'm competitive and I'm gonna embrace that <laughs> yes oh yeah <laughs> not Thomas to be like a sore, game night. I have to be a sore loser but I, I'm I want to win <laughs> You'd be like, not to be a sore loser. And I was like, hmm. I'd have more fun if I win. Let me tell you, like, the games that we kind of started banning in our in our household, our game night, like, we don't play Mousetrap because Lauren, like, destroys us all the time. Dominoes. Actually, you win a lot of games. I think the only game I... I now. I feel like I wasn't good and then I was mad, but now it's like... Okay, here's the thing, guys. If you're bad at a game, just learn how to trash talk. <laughs> No! Oh my gosh, you are our mother. <laughs> she crash talked me on dominoes, and then I started to learn how to play dominoes, and then she didn't want to play. <laughs> it was the motivation. Like, packed it up. It's like, okay, we're done. I know. It was so, like, she, like, it, it was like a switch was flipped. And it's so funny because we're all competitive. I would say, except, do you think dad is competitive? I don't think he is. I feel like maybe not as much as the rest of us are, but I mean... I feel like it'd be hard to not be competitive. That's true. Like, who wants to lose? Maybe it doesn't show it. But yeah. on the inside, it's like rage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. But I love that. I One thing I realized, though, I didn't name with the biggest surprise. I actually was looking forward to my 30s. Not the pandemic. That was a bit of a curveball. Like anyone was like, what in the world? <laughs> I know. And I didn't really want to like start a new decade in that way. So it wasn't like being able to have like the big party and everything, but it was like so sweet and beautiful in its own way. But like, I grew up watching that movie, uh, 13 going on 30. Oh, I love that movie. (laughs) But then it also like had like this unrealistic expectation of what my thirties was going to look like. Now I know in the movie, it's like, she has a life that I'm not going to spoil the whole movie for people who haven't seen it. But I feel like they should have seen it. It's been, it's been a while. But it's a classic, though. I do recommend It's so good. It's so good. Um, but I just, like, I just envisioned, like, in the movie, you kind of see when things aren't going right, right? And when you prioritize other things as opposed to, like, the relationships in your life. Um, but then, like, even in her, like, when she went back and actually became 30 and everything, like everything was like aligned in a way that I was like, Oh yeah, that's what my life is going to be like. Thirties are going to be fun. Like twenties, it's just struggle. (laughs) And thirties, it's going to be smooth. And I was like, 
sorely <laughs> mistaken. Head, like struggle bus, like whatever. Like, the struggle, the struggle bus, like loads, <laughs> just everything. All ramen, <laughs> ramen meals. Trying to find a real job. <laughs> oh gosh, <laughs> being paid with experience. Oh yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I don't understand, especially I feel like it's gonna be the same for like Gen Z, but it's like you <laughs> all the memes that came out, it's just like, oh, like you go to college to get a job and then the entry level job is two to three years of experience. I'm like, we do the math, it's like when was I supposed to start working at like ten? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Pretty much. Oh. Yeah. So I would say I'm gonna say something different, because I do think take your don't take yourself too seriously is one that I can speak to myself too. I think also um, give yourself grace. Mm-hmm. Um, this too will pass. And then there was a last one I was going to say, hold on to curiosity. Yeah. And what I mean by that, like, so like in my first podcast, podcast episode, it I really unpacked a little bit of the perfectionism that mm-hmm. I felt and I still deal with in a lot of ways. It's like, like I said, you're unlearning, but there are some habits like you've been doing for like 30 plus years, right? Yes. <laughs> um, it's like become a part of you. <laughs> and so I didn't realize, like I, I knew when I was kind of going back and thinking about how I was as a child and all of the trouble I would get myself into um, <laughs> that I really had a sense of curiosity like my favorite thing was to ask why and to i wanted to do everything our parents were doing i know in trouble asking why too many times it's like i know (laughs) it's like please sit down somewhere (laughs) but i realized that being curious right and wanting to like the world being so big and mysterious and like something to explore in that adventure didn't align with me trying to achieve perfectionism, a sense of control and planning out every detail of my life to like plan A, plan B, plan C, plan D. And so one of those things had to give, right? One of the, one of the, one of the directions was giving me super stress and anxiety. The other one has a lot of like joy and life and happiness. I know your face, you're like, oh, don't choose that one. Uh, And I wish I could say every day I choose the other. But some days, you know, like it's you fall back into old patterns, especially when I overcommit or do too much. Like my family knows I be doing the most. Um, but yeah, I would say holding holding on to that curiosity is so important because there's something about keeping the world as big. Um, and I would even say the same for relationships, right? Like I'm discovering new things about you all the time, right? And it's not that I don't know you, but like, how do we approach everything with like a level of curiosity and everything? Sorry, I'm going on a tangent. I do that all the time. Um, <laughs> no, that's okay. Yeah. I feel like, um, and I, I, I just scribble down some notes that I'm not oh, yeah. really listening to, but, um, but that's like another thing that I liked about like getting older is that like you can still, which is still fine. It's like you obviously you can educate yourself after you know finishing school or whatnot but it's like I you know I'm a nerd and you probably identify as being a nerd sometimes too but um, very proudly (laughs) but yeah just like um I just like to learn and that you can still like learn new skills and like new topics and stuff and just like hold on to that curiosity and like you don't have to like stop and just stay the same 
save the oh, space for the rest so of your good. life because like we could live to like a hundred years old and this is only like the first third of our life basically <laughs> yeah well that's a good way of putting it so really we're young we're 30 years young <laughs> hey i'll take it <laughs> yeah you don't have to be old ladies <laughs> I know. I realize like I'm now in that friend range where I'm realizing I'm getting older, but like the kids of my friends getting older or like our cousins, right? Like I'm like, oh, I'm aging. (laughs) You were, you were an infant and now you talk like time has passed. (laughs) The cousins where they have kids that are, our family, like our cousins are a lot older than us. We have cousins where their kids are in college. Like what <laughs> yeah like where did the time go <laughs> yeah where did it go where like, did it are go you, like 20 years old this doesn't make sense <laughs> it's like yeah because i'm still 20 and you're like no i went to a a party or a dinner where someone was celebrating like the 15th anniversary of them turning 29 and I thought that was so hilarious. Like the invitation oh. <laughs> said the 15th anniversary of their 29th birthday. <laughs> I don't know if I want to go back in time because there's been a lot of lessons, a lot of hurdles that have been crossed um, in my 33 year, uh, year life that I don't really want to go back and redo. Um, but it is fun to embrace each year and what it brings. But like, trying to stay in the present. It's like that weird tension of like, you're learning, you've learned things from the past. And then oftentimes, especially as you were unlearning some things and growing and healing, you have to confront some of those things in the past, right? Yeah. But then you also have like the things that we'll get into some of the things that we're hoping for in the future later. Um, And so it's so important to be in the moment right now. And that can be so hard. Yeah. And it's, uh, I meant to say it earlier, but, um, but also another thing is to like kind of just embrace the journey because you, I mean, I don't know what everyone else is going through, but it's like you have to like be able to like, and not not every but place like right now is like, you know, the place you want to be at, but like just being grateful for where you're at because yeah. like you don't want to have like the destination disease where it's like, oh, I'll be happy like when I make like 150000 or like whatever, but it's like you have to like enjoy like the phases of life that you're in. As yeah. well as like not losing sight of what you're working towards. So it's like you're not like un- going through life unfulfilled all the time. Because it's like, oh, I need this and then I'll be happy. And then, oh, I need more, you know. And so just yeah. kind of like be grateful for what you do have, but still have like, you know, so keep your dreams alive and goals and whatnot. Yeah. You called it, what was it called? Des- destination disease? Something like that. <laughs> yeah. No, that's so good. I heard it from somewhere. I'm like, I don't know where that quote came from, but. Yeah, that's <laughs> so <me>. good. <laughs> That's so good because I know that's definitely how I lived. Once I came back from grad school, I that period where I was so desperate to get a job and all these other things and life was just really hard, I feel like that started kind of like that that destination, like I just have to get here and here and here. And especially now working at a local church, the destination's not – I mean, like it might look different, but like – what I'm doing is (laughs) there's still growth. Let me phrase it differently. It's just, what does it look like to just savor and enjoy where I am? Because, and not saying that I don't, but I think 
one thing that not only younger Crystal was very guilty of, but I feel like a lot of us can be only focused on what's next, right? There's grass that's greener on the other side. I know for me, someone desiring to be married and have kids, like to me, like marriage and having kids, I see all the beauty. I see the flowers. I don't see the stinky nappies. I don't see the arguments. I know I had to use nappies. I think that's so cute. Oh, but I get it. I was like, I'm watching too much, like, not that I watch a lot of British shows, but I'm getting the lingo now. I'm like, oh, <laughs> a little worldly. <laughs> Our friend is so good at like an English accent. Um, I cannot do it, and I'm not going to shame them. <laughs> I'm not going to. I can hear it, but I was like, it doesn't come out my mouth. Like it doesn't. Yeah. Hit, so I'm going to be quiet. <laughs> it's like it's in my heart. <laughs> but uh, yeah. That's funny because our mom, sorry, a bit of a tangent. Our mom is also really into British shows too. And it's just something like I love like their mystery. Oh, it's so good. Like Midsummer. Just those episodes, like you got to commit. Like it'd be an hour I mean, it's a movie. (laughs) It's a a movie. Interesting though. I'd be like, I have to wait. (laughs) And I love how our mom said it. She's like, so, because I remember the first time I watched it, like I think we all watched it together. There were like three or four people who passed in the episode. And I was like, whoa, what's going on? I'm used to like someone passes at the beginning and then the whole episode is trying to figure it out. Like Law and Order and they catch the bad guy at the end. Right. And (laughs) and Midsummer is not like that. Our mom was like, yeah. Yeah. She's like, this is a light one. I was like, wait, what? (laughs) She's like, oh yeah, when the cellos come out, that's when you know that there's... (laughs) Oh my gosh, our mom. She's so funny. We'll have to get her on here. We really have to get her on here. It would be so fun. Um. Oh, sorry. You were um talking earlier about how you like envision your future. Oh, yes. Yes. Sorry. See, thank you. Thank you, Lauren, for getting me back on track. Or I forget. <laughs> yeah. No. And, and I know we're going to get more on like the future later, but I think there's been beauty in the pivot. Like had I been so focused on living out my plan or achieving the next goal that I had for myself, I would have completely missed the bigger picture, the bigger dream that was out there. Right. And, and I think it's just so important that we don't close ourselves off from, yeah, from things that are outside of our plan, right? Because I can honestly say I'm so glad that I'm now working at my local church, that I'm in seminary, that I'm a licensed minister, that I'm on the pastoral route. I know me. Your face is not changing, so either you already knew or I'm like. <laughs> no, like, it's just like, I mean, it's just kind of like shocking to me because I just feel like what I like hear you when when you are like presented at your church, I just feel like you connect with so many different people. So like, in a way, at least it feels like this is like something that like was like supposed to happen since like yeah. you reach so many people that maybe other people can't. Yeah. So just seeing that in your future that like, you know, you're going to impact a bunch of people. And like, I just feel like, I mean, yeah, like life goes in a different way, but it's like, I feel like this is good, you know? Oh yeah, absolutely. So I hope that's encouraging to those of you who are listening that often going a different path or a different direction than what you had planned for yourself ends up being way better and makes a much better story. I love telling people, they're like, oh, what's your background? I was like, well, you know, I was in conflict resolution and then I lived in Malta and then I fell into real estate finance. And they're like, wait, what? And then now I'm at a, 
we're like doing this we're like all over the place like picture where it's like when i tell how i tell a story i was like a train track and then it's like <laughs> right it's uh, like where it's like where did you start <laughs> where did you start but i feel like that's There's- like so like especially for our generation maybe even the generation behind us where it's like you you like like you pick your major and you're gonna do this and then it's like you literally have to like pivot and you like do something completely different which I feel like a lot of people do but it's like you don't have to be like set into one way because you sometimes have to figure things out like I mean real estate finance like you may not have thought about that but like I mean you did learn a lot in that area and that did get you like you know in a better financial place with that you know real yeah. job which I feel like a lot of people throw around when you're in your 20s like get a okay. real job I'm gonna <laughs> ask what defines a real job because I have my own definition but I'd love to hear your definition what defines a real job I don't even know I'm like I pay taxes now like <laughs> <laughs> that feels real get I was gonna say you get benefits oh so yeah because I did so I, I <laughs> if I could like rewind <laughs> probably would have like started working like you know full-time jobs more I did a lot of like part-time retail when I try to figure things out and then I guess I got a real job with like a retirement plan <laughs> at like 24 I'm like oh this is this is better you know <laughs> like more like, like you get- income so I guess it's like more of like a full-time job that you know well that I feel like that's kind of like loving out a lot of people but I guess like a job where you can like possibly like sustain yourself yeah. And we're saying this and uh, you guys can't see us. We're on video, but this will be on Spotify and Apple and you guys can't see us on video. We're doing air quotes. Every job, any job yes. <laughs> has value. Job. <laughs> we're not shaming anything or like we're using air quotes. I just want to name that. Yeah, but, a lot of people like, and I didn't want to like yeah. offend or anything because there's like businesses, there's people influencing, making like way more money than any of us so it's like right, I don't want right. to be like so the air quote real job it's like there's so many different ways to like make make it income and earn a living but yeah and it's kind of interesting for a term <laughs> yeah I will just say like I know for me also having worked part-time positions um where you don't have sick days you don't have these things right nope. <laughs> when you work a job that does provide that you're like oh it's different right it just yes. it hits like, different when i get vacation days i get sick days i get call out sick and, like not get in trouble it's like a game changer oh my gosh i felt so silly they're like looking at me weird i'm like oh it's like i've been working part-time for so long it's like you show up when it's on the schedule lord i'm not gonna lie when the first job that i got where i had like benefits and time off and everything i cried <laughs> i cried i ugly cried because it's just like, I, I feel like we're kind of, I think we're coming out of it. I think the pandemic changed a lot of things, right? But there was really like this hustler mentality of like, I have to do this and this and this. I have to do everything. And you just go, 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 go and ignore like your body, everything like that. Yes. I'm also learning <laughs> that now because my body is reminding me I'm 33. I'm no longer your 20. Your body says no. It's like, hmm, we should relax a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, for real. Please do, guys. I'm 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 learning the hard way. Um but yeah, it's just yeah. Yeah. Oh, but gosh, I feel I feel like even before like shutdown it was like not that glow up's a bad term, but it was just kind of like, you know, get after it and hustle, but like you just have to take care of yourself. What if yeah. you have, like anxiety or like like stress is gonna like, you know, make you unhealthy too. It's like you kinda have to 
take care of yourself as well. Like, there's nothing wrong with being ambitious, but like, you can't like work yourself into the ground. <laughs> you really can't. And who are you outside of your job? Right? Your title. Like, that's a huge <laughs> question that we have to explore, right? Yeah. And it's, it's kind of funny, like, coming from me because I think I'm on my. <laughs> Oh gosh, I worked a lot of part-time and seasonal jobs, but I think I'm on either job 14 or 15 and I'm 30. That's okay. <laughs> hey, like this a is lot. a place of no shame, no judgment. But my past few jobs, like I stayed at my last job for like five years. I'm like, okay, like I'm being responsible. <laughs> so. Lauren, you yeah. are a very responsible person, so I don't know. I'm glad to be like, oh, hey, I've had like, I've had like, you know, 13 jobs that I'm like I started working at 18 and now I'm 30 like does that that, that doesn't matter right <laughs> like wait <laughs> you know how that's phrased sis experience <laughs> I can't say that I don't have work history <laughs> that's true that's true. That's true. Like I do have work history that's that's good I mean it does teach you those responsibilities you know like being punctual and you know I just feel like it's kind of like the 20s or I don't know because I feel like depending on what you do because like once again there's influencers and stuff you just kind of learn like like grit and like you know just like dealing with things like through experience and like dealing with a manager for the first time and like just yeah. like and helping well still learning how to like be better by finances and stuff but and it's does that teaches you a lot when you do get those jobs, even if it is like, you know, part-time retail or whatever, it just it teaches you a lot. Yeah. Retail is no joke. So, so thank you <laughs> for what you've done. I was looking at a different job and then I'm like, everything's going online. Let me get myself out of that before, you know, I don't know if like malls are going to be gone. Who knows? But it's like, I just feel like with Amazon and like online shopping, I'm like, I can get this shipped to my door. But at the same time, it's like, I don't know if this fits me because <laughs> I bought it online and didn't try it online. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? So we do have another question. I feel like we've, like, we're flowing so good into all of these questions that I feel like we've touched on it. But if you have any other things you would like to add, how has your mindset shifted as you've entered this next decade? Just being more future oriented, like thinking about, and I like, and I did this in my twenties, but now it's like at movie with more intention of like, what do I want my life to look like in the future, and mm-hmm. like, what impact do I want to have, and like what my legacy will be. Even though it's like this is like thinking probably way too far ahead. I'm like, I don't really like. I mean, legacy would probably be more than just like having kids and stuff, but just yeah. thinking about like what like lessons can I, and even like being in the moment, thinking about like what's like. Even if it's a hard time, it's like, what's the lesson in this that I could like learn from? But just thinking in the future of like, what can I, what can I teach? Like, if I have, like, if I have kids, like, what can I teach them? Like, will I be a good example? Like, um, yeah, just thinking about just like impact and just like thinking about like, oh, like when I'm gone, like, what impact would I have on like the people who I was like able to, you know, help and just thinking yeah. about the future in that kind of way instead of just and like I mean you have to enjoy the present but just thinking about like hey what's it gonna look like down the road and like how am I gonna help people and what are they gonna like remember about me when I'm gone so yeah, yeah. <laughs> legacy is a real thing it's a real thing and I love what you said about how it's not like like children can be part of your legacy not saying they can't but like especially for someone who is single right 
you can still be working towards and leaving a legacy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I love that you said that and you acknowledge that. I think, I'm trying to think for me, I I will say I'm slowing down, not just physically, <laughs> but also but also just in, I felt like in my 20s, there was such a rush to do everything, right? Mm-hmm. Like instead of, the world seeing me like, oh my gosh, I like it's open to me and I have all these things. It was like I was desperately trying to grab as much as I could and had a scarcity mindset. And now in my 30s, I feel like, especially working in um, I try to be very mindful. We're all called to ministry. Ministry just might look differently, just depending on what you're doing, right? But working for a local church and like caring for other people, caring for souls it's different type of work. It requires you to slow down. It requires you to be mentally, physically, spiritually healthy because you are making space for other people's stories, other people's trauma, right? Um, And you can't do that if you're not healthy, if you're not good, right? Um, And so in order, I'm learning that, and I will say just a quick lesson also, is that every single year of my 30s is looking different, right? 30s as a like a like a 10 year bracket is like I feel like I'm going to get like 10 different crystals. All we connected, but we <laughs> it's like we're evolving every year. <laughs> I'm thinking of like was I, I thinking of like Digimon where it like oh they like evolve to the next one. <laughs> 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 I literally heard the theme song when you said that. I was like dancing. Um yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yes. And then there's some years where we revert back to our original self, right? We, we've grown a little bit, but yes. Um, but yeah, it's, I would say like slowing down has been the biggest thing. Like there's not as much, there's still a sense of urgency, but the way I go about it just looks a little bit different, right? Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think other other things with mindset. There are some things that I've held on to. I think that's important to acknowledge. There are some things that we've held on to. Um, the, like wanting to learn, right? Yeah. Rediscovering curiosity. I would say that too. Um, but yeah. Anything else for you? For mindset? Um, I don't know if it's really mindset, but also just like discovering the importance of time and just like. Ooh, that's good. Oh, I'm just like trying to be mindful of this. And I it, like if you have a job, you got to work and, you know, maybe you're not like besties with your coworkers, but just like being like, for me, being mindful of the time people I spend time with, like outside of work, like people who like I really care about and just, cause you don't get time back. So just being right. like, and I feel like that happens. Like, I just think that like, we're more aware of that in our thirties of just like, Hey, like, who am I going to be around? Like, who do I want to like, you know, give my time to because like I'm literally not gonna get this back. <laughs> not that I'm right. anything, but just like thinking about like being intentional with um what you do have available outside of your other responsibilities. Oh yes, relationships and how we prioritize that. That's so important. Oh, I got one. Boundaries. So I got way excited when I said it. I look. Oh, I don't know. Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had a good old time. <laughs> talking about boundaries but that was something i mean like i'm embracing boundaries in my like as a 33 year old there are some people who have been setting boundaries and have done it way before me like again boundaries have no time limit it's just kind of like or age requirement 
it's just when you just embrace it, right? And I will say part of like that boundary, and again, I said this in the other podcast, is like in my relationships, I'm no longer, I'm trying to figure out how to phrase this. I feel like in some, in a lot of my relationships, there's like this, like perfectionism, me trying to be someone, right? To that, to that person, but also not really allowing them to be their full self. Like what I mean is, before I did the work of like my own self-care and counseling and everything, my happiness, my sense of fulfillment was solely based on other people, right? And that is way too much pressure to put on another person who is just as human as I am, right? And the beauty about me not having to be perfect and in control and being able to be human is also allowing other people to be able to do the same, right? And boundaries are just our way of negotiating that relationship, right? So like, for instance, if there's someone, especially who's in a season where the level of responsibility that they have in the relationship, and I'm not talking about, again, responsibility as in like paying bills and things like that, but like if they can't hold what you were trying to give in the relationship, whether that's like you're going through a hard time, things like that, the access changes, right? And so it's kind of like, it's something that adjusts. And like being able to see that as not just me trying to protect myself, but also as a gift to the other person and me like protecting that person as well in a loving way, I think has just been so big because it just feels so different than how I lived up until that point, you know? Mm -hmm. I think it also touched on something you said earlier in the podcast about like, giving grace because you have to like yeah but I feel like and I feel like anyone can go through it where you have to like realize you have to give yourself grace because you can't extend grace without like actually giving it to yourself <laughs> yeah for real mm-hmm. for real so you know based on everything that you guys have heard so far clearly we have everything figured out <laughs> no I'm just kidding <laughs> but our next question is you know Some people would think in your 30s, you're supposed to have your entire life figured out. Can you give advice for someone who feels that they're behind in life? I just feel like we kind of already touched on it about embracing the journey. Like, if you're not, and I feel like, I mean, I don't do New Year's resolutions. I set goals (laughs) because you can do that any time of the year. But um, I think like um, we said before, like you can have that vision for what you want your life to look like, but just embrace your journey on the way there. Give yourself grace, yeah. but still, you still have to hold yourself accountable to what you're trying to accomplish. Um, and like once again, you're like in the first third of your life. Like there's still <laughs> so much life to live left, but it's like you don't have to. Um, not the thing to be set in your ways, but it's just like there's just so much more time and room for growth and. Yeah. figuring things out figuring what your um figuring out your like talents and like um gifts can be like maybe you don't know like what you're supposed to do <laughs> yeah um so I just feel like it's okay to like not be totally figured out because there's just so much so much things you can do and so much life you can still figure out but it's not a bad thing you can just keep learning and growing and figuring I love out that. as you go that's so good that's so good. Oh, good. My wise sister. <laughs> we listen back to this later. <laughs> no, it makes perfect sense. And I also love that you said accountability. I think another lesson I had to learn is that 
inviting others to also hold you accountable. Like I realized I like feedback when it's good. (laughs) Oh, you're critiquing me? (laughs) You know, that's been a lesson. That's a lesson for me. Like iron sharpens iron, like for real. And so like if I'm trying to be the best version of myself that I'm becoming this best version of myself, right? That requires, especially if I'm doing life in relationship, it requires refinement. It requires critique. It requires correction, right? Support too and care and affirmation. That's in there too. But like, what would it look like if we actually allow people to hold us accountable? You know, talking about giving ourselves grace and stuff and be like, I'm not perfect. It's okay. But it's like also the same type of voice in the back of your head just like you can do better it's like you have to have like yeah you can do better than this you have to like put effort into like what you're gonna do i'm like oh wait i have to be accountable <laughs> like if I want yeah this, I'm like you have to actually do the work and it doesn't feel good when people call you out but it's like that's the greatest gift because you can unintentionally be hurting people right you can unintentionally oh i'm gonna hope unintentionally <laughs> You can unintentionally um, just really be getting in your own way, right? Or like if you're someone that's living the same cycle over and over again, right? Um, and I think that's just so important to to point out. I would say, and I think we've been ta- talking on this a little bit too, it's okay that your path and your race doesn't look like everyone else's, Right? I have friends who are married and have kids. I have friends who are older than me and still single. I have friends who live abroad in different sectors and all these different things. And to say that social comparison doesn't happen would be a lie, right? And I know that there are probably people who are looking at my story and my testimony and think that I have it all figured out because it's how it looks on the outside, right? especially working um, at a local church, but I'm just as human as everyone else. There are things that I would have hoped for um, that I dreamed would have happened by now, right? Like this is the year that our mother had me. <laughs> she was already married. You know what I mean? And I, I And that's in the back of my mind. I want to have our parents know my kids. I want to be able to introduce them to my my husband, right? I want our grandmother to meet my husband. But at the same time, even though those are desires and wants and I and I see that lived out in my friend's life, there is a unique path that I am on right now that only I can live, right? And there are things that I'm able to do that my friends who have families of their own are not able to do, right? And so how do we, again, it goes back to what we were talking about, like being in the present, still having those desires, being honest about those desires, being honest when we feel lonely and things like that, um, but not allowing them to consume us. Sorry. I, apparently there's a giant that lives above me. So if you guys heard that, I'm sorry. <laughs> but and yeah. I'd like to go back to like a, a, a- enjoying where you are right now like another yeah. thing about like enjoying that time is that life's gonna be different you know like yeah like, like being able to talk to my sister you know for an hour or so that might be different you know when like you know married with kids and stuff but just like embracing that time to be like you know what it might not be the same like this but we just have to like you know figure out what it's gonna look like but it's okay to like 
enjoy the time you have now because like I feel like and I would hope to still be able to travel like after settling down I know it's like harder to like travel the world with kids and stuff but it's just like you just have to like kind of it's not gonna look the same as opposed to like you know when you don't have kids and it's like oh I'll go to Europe for (laughs) however long it's like wait I probably can't do that I mean you probably still it's just gonna look different it just looks different I think that's so true it looks different and I uh because one of my friends uh, celebrated their anniversary in France. And I was like, oh, beautiful. I mean, like the photos were amazing. She's also a photographer. She's actually the person that designed my logo. Super talented. Oh. She's amazing. <laughs> Instagram photos like that be like pretty nice. <laughs> yeah, she's <laughs> the amazing. She's on Instagram, amazing. but I'm like, just the aesthetic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, I I love what you said. It's just going to look different. And I will say one of the best gifts that I gave myself in my 30s was going to counseling because I didn't realize like what we're saying, right? People have probably said, I would have hoped, those of you who are listening, would have heard people say this to you. If not, we're the first people to speak life into you, to remind you you're not behind, you're where you're meant to be. Now, if you're in a hard place, right, let's acknowledge that, like like being in hard places and challenging places, it's not easy. And when people tell you, oh, you're right where you need to be, that's the last thing you want to hear. That's the last thing I wanted to hear when people told me that. I was so mad. I was like, keep that to yourself, right? Sometimes it's like, if this is the bottom. boy else to go suffer up but i'm like when you're down there it's like this is the bottom <laughs> yeah this doesn't feel good like that's great that's great for you but I, that's not where i am right and so giving myself the gift of counseling was so eye-opening and healing for me because it provided more spaces more support for me and the path that i'm on right now does my counselor challenge me in ways that are so annoying Yes, because she makes me deal with things I don't want to deal with. She's doing her job. She's good at it, right? (laughs) Um, But I didn't even realize some of the fears and anxiety and the the feeling of behind I had until I started doing some of that work in counseling Mm. uh, and learning some of those coping skills and everything. So. I always, I like, again, I know, I feel like every episode I'm making a plug for counseling and therapy, but it's another plug for counseling and therapy. It sounds like <laughs> anyone can benefit as opposed to talking to someone who, <laughs> not that I should have opinions that I'm not in therapy yet, but I feel like it's something that probably anyone can benefit from. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. So Lauren, our last question. I'm so sad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I want this to be like two hours. <laughs> Trying to like follow along. I'm like, wait, did we. <laughs> Is everything? No, yes, I don't even know. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, and then, yeah, feel free. There's going to be time to like add everything if there's anything that we missed or anything that comes up. But uh, what are some of the things you're looking forward to in this decade? Um,. <laughs> Wow, I literally wrote my notes like my glow up. <laughs> um, but just like, um, which I like worked on in my 20s too, just like getting my finances together, paying off debt, looking forward to being yeah. debt free, student loan debt free, hello. 
and, and shout out for you already paying off the loan though <laughs> that interest rate was high and i'm like no more <laughs> no more no more that. um but yeah just like thinking about like having an abundant life and like thinking about like friends giving and um traveling more um yeah just like i'm just and like not like getting older is a bad thing and like i don't want to never tell myself an old lady rolling in her 30s but just like just like experiencing like growth and looking forward to like you know what life's gonna look like as you know um different life changes obviously you know friend groups eventually like are not all of our mutual friends but we have friends that are single and like some that are not but it's just things are going to change yeah. and that's like fine and that's like exciting but just seeing how that um how things change and how we grow together is just like something that's going to get me like excited about the future decade yeah that's good Ooh, i'm gonna be done seminary Woo-hoo-hoo. that's oh, what God, I'm how many years you i know <laughs> like the program i'm in right now is probably gonna take me five years and people are like Wow, it's like you're going to undergrad again. I'm like, yes, I know. But shout out to Denver Seminary because, like, I love it because I'm getting a mixture of both the theology and the study while also practical application. So it's not like isolated, like, I'm able to implement and everything. So, So how long do you have left? Because I feel like, I mean, you just didn't start. So I feel like you got like a good chunk in. Thank you. How many years you got left? I just did my. I'll be coming up on my second year. Can I do math? Second year, I think. Okay. Yeah. So I'll be done. Masters. People keep talking. They're like, oh, you should get your PhD. I'm like, chill. Our mother made the comment of like. like more papers and stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Our mother made the comment of like, you should just be able to add up your degree. (laughs) I was like, I know. (laughs) Let's add them up. And that's a PhD. Um. I'd like to believe that I would be married and at least trying for kids. Again, that's more of like a hope and a wish, right? And we always um, there's just there's so much like in front of you. <laughs> there's so much. There's so much. But we're just talking up until 40, right? Yeah. Um I would say, oh gosh. I I am praying and believing that a couple of my friends who are also single are gonna get married too. Um, yeah. And to your point, just life is going to look different. I feel like beyond that, I'm just holding things pretty loose and open. I would like to say also like paying off student loans and debt, right. Um, and being, uh, better in a, in a better place financially for sure. Um, but everything else is just like everything else and how it happens is just really open. Right. And it's exciting. I mean, like I am about to go on this trip to Greece with one of my dearest friends who's turning 40. That's what I meant to say. I'm like traveling. I'm like, I haven't seen. Yeah. Like, well, we got to do a sister's seen, trip. Seen that much of the world yet. I think. Oh, wait, no. We, no. I went to Europe. We went to Spain. That counts. Spain, Spain counts. We went to Morocco. We went to Morocco for a day. That counts. Okay. So I technically visited Africa too. Okay. So Our I cousin. On three different continents, including America. <laughs> Well, no, I would say four. Well, Central. I haven't been in Central. We went to like Mexico for like a Oh, bit. yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. My north, bad. Sorry, y'all. Geography is not my good thing. I'm sorry. I do want to go to South America, though. 
That'd be fun though. That'd That's on my list. Good food. I, I'm kind of like partial to be like, let me go places that are warm with good food. <laughs> I know. I mean, honestly, <laughs> that's the best. That's the best. You can see to but that my friend is trying to get, sorry, I almost forgot. We were like talking about food oh, and I was going to go on a tangent. I saw it. Um, this is how many of our conversations go. Like it will be like, oh, we're going to talk about this one thing. And then it's like an hour and 20 minutes later. So, <laughs> oh, wait, what was I saying? <laughs> we're doing really well. Um, but my friend's turning 40. And so we're going to Greece. And I'm like, I think that's been a, another gift too, is that I've been blessed to have so many amazing people in my life who are living their 40s in such fullness that I am, I mean, like even our parents who are not 40s, <laughs> but they're in their 60s, dad's mm-hmm. about to turn a new decade too, right? They're just live. there's so much fullness in life yes. that I'm like, oh, this is just the beginning. Like you said, it's like only a third of our life, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say I- I'm also going to add that I am healthier physically. Like I want to do, I don't know if I'm going to do an, a marathon, That's but I want to do a couple more races. <laughs> but yeah, like, I mean, you did that half marathon too. When you said like run your own race, it's like you did run your, run your own race. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> <The> blood, sweat. <laughs> And tears. Oh, man. Y'all should have seen me afterwards. Oh, my gosh. I keep joking about um, because mom, dad, and I were, like, waiting for Crystal to finish live. We tried to get there before. And there was a person who was, like, on, like, an EMT truck. We're like, please don't be Crystal. (laughs) And it was someone else. We drove past the finish line. We're like, you finished the race. Oh, man. Yeah, I just turned people on, like, waiting for Crystal. We're just like. Please let her just finish like running the race and not like hurt herself. <laughs> that was great the whole time. I mean, y'all know I shared in another episode too. Like, by like, I was a little half more. Uh, wait, not a little. I was like a couple miles over halfway, and that right hip. Ooh, oh, no. <laughs> slow and steady though. <laughs> oh goodness! That was amazing that you guys were there. I'm trying to get Lauren to do a half with me. It's in my head that the training has not happened. Even I though mean, you already did the turkey trot, three miles. What's 13? Doable. <laughs> I feel like I'm like, I probably should start in January to be ready by like September. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, there's a whole training plan. Oh jeez, I didn't feel a way though, because it was it was kind of funny. Like, well, like Crystal gave me tips to trade and I did the exact opposite. I ran through our hilly neighborhood <laughs> when she said to find a like a level place to train. So I kind of did everything backwards, but it was kind of cool, like training after work and seeing the same people like running too. I'm like, oh my god, right? like a little group. And you this lady a that like walked her dog. She was like, oh my god, hi. I'm like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I'm like, oh, I'm doing something. And then I came home from work and I saw like one of those people like jogging after work, and I was like, I was like, dang, I'm not training. <laughs> Yeah, it's so cold. So I know those who run in the winter, like that's a different, that's a different league. Maybe I'm not that breed yet. I'm like, maybe when it's like, I feel like when it's in the 40s, I'm like, okay, like mid 30s, 40s, I'll do it. But like, it was so cold today. I know, (laughs) cut to me fighting for my life with that ice. Oh my goodness! I wish you could have seen me. I'm sorry, y'all. We just we Your just talked a little bit. 
I literally, because there was black eyes, I didn't see it. You know that, like, I feel like it's like that video of that person that's like fighting for their life, like to not fall for like five minutes. It's like the longest fall. That's what I felt like with a shovel in my hand. That's and like cars so driving as, by. As, as a person, though, I just feel like I'm that person, and someone's looking at me through their window, just like, like this is a shame. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope oh, not a shame. Not a shame, but like, I mean, like, probably seeing me this morning, just like scraping the ice off my car. Just like, what are you doing? <laughs> it's just sad. Yeah, that's sad. <laughs> <sighs> it's like on my board. I'm like, what I do, like. But I do have a house. I need a garage. <laughs> I don't like stripping. I know. Garages make sense now, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I went to the store oh, and got my shovel and then didn't buy salt. Because I was like, I don't need salt. I have my shovel. Lesson learned. Oh, I thought you need salt, salt your area. I didn't feel like bad. I was like, I don't want to use it. I want to like hurt the animals. I know it's not good for animals. So. Well, they have um, pet, pet and animal safe ones. Or like salt that's now like more sustainable. Okay. There's like a whole bunch of bunnies that live um, in my little neighborhood. I know. I know. I didn't get the song. I'm like the animals. (laughs) I know. I know. Hmm. All right. Is there anything else we didn't talk about? Like if someone was like, I'm a 30 something and you forgot to talk about blank. I'm trying to think. We covered a lot. Um, I've, I don't have credibility in it. We definitely didn't talk about dating, but I don't have credibility in that. I've taken a hiatus for a very long time on that. So uh, <laughs> it's probably to maybe, me. Maybe I'm not gonna lie, Lauren. That sounds like a separate podcast episode. It is definitely a separate podcast episode. <laughs> I don't oh, know I can't if wait. I'm not qualified for that, but that is another topic for that's definitely you know a thirty something thing. I just just hearing about like in other podcasts about how like dating is supposed to be, you know, with all these like dating apps that don't, yeah, that's a whole nother topic to be like, how is it going to look like in your thirties? Like when you're trying to like date intentionally for like, you know, the future. I think it depends. I think, yeah, I think it's like, I think it depends. What is your credit score? Oh my gosh. Are you one of those? You're not one of those. Please don't be one of those. <laughs> I mean, I hope not, but these are questions I need to know. <laughs> okay. All right. This is going to be a separate episode for sure. I have questions. I'm sure everybody else has questions too. Not you leading with the credit score. <laughs> I guess I probably shouldn't say that. I'm just like, and like our friend group is probably like, Ashamed, not ashamed of me, but I love shows like Love is Blind and stuff. And like, these are questions that they probably should ask earlier. It's like, do you have a job? Do you have good credit? Do you have a job? Are you are you emotionally ready to be in a relationship? Yes, that too. Yeah. Can you commit to one person? Do or, you, you know, job? people do their own thing, but like, I, I get it. I get it. There's not like a lot of communication that happens up front for sure yeah Ooh, i can't wait that's the beauty of like being in well at least for like even our relationship of like being able to communicate better and even if i say something a little spicy i'll like text you and be like i'm sorry (laughs) i love spicy lauren 
Well, I mean, like, I feel like I do the same thing when Spicy Crystal comes out. But now I, like, have, like, I still, like, have pride. Not the good kind of pride, but now I'm like, oh, let me say I'm sorry. <laughs> this probably, this probably wasn't received correctly. I probably didn't say it with the right tone. Let me say I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I will say um, one of the things we didn't talk about is, um, I mean, I guess we did when you talked about legacy. It's like like that turning point of like having to make a decision of do you continue what you have been doing or do you make a change, right? So using our relationship, like we are are very intentional about how we communicate with one another and when we need to apologize, I hope. I feel like we're a lot better. We're not, we may not be perfect all the time. Oh, we're better, yeah. Yeah, we're better. I feel like you'd be like, there was this one time Crystal did it <laughs> back in 2014. <laughs> I saw it on your face. <laughs> but I feel I feel like we're better. But that was a choice we had to make, right? I remember and like, so, me, oh, sorry, I yeah. cut you off. No, go ahead, go ahead. I just remember being like, little sis. And like I'm working on like not being as like selfish and being more others focused. But I remember I don't remember like what year it was but having that shift of like, oh my sister needs me too. Like I can't just like lead on her. It's like it's like relationships are like reciprocal. It's like you Yeah. Not like you owe people, but it's like, hey, like I have your back, you have mine and like yeah. you're actually like if big sister to talk to little sis about something, like you should be open to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not like I know for me, I don't want to have like one-sided like relationships, friendships, relationships in general. Like there's, you know, two sides of that both people need to be taken care of and, you know, have your needs filled. Yeah. And like, I love what you said. It should be mutual. Knowing there are going to be certain seasons where I need to lean on you and you need to lean on me. Like that's still part of it being reciprocal, but we both have made a commitment that this is how we're going to enter the space, right? Like that we're committed to this relationship. I think that's so good. Oh yeah, we're definitely doing one on relationships and dating. Thank so you know, get ready. I have opinions. Or Love Island. Golly. I mean sometimes I was trying to get- like I can't remember who it was. I think I went to like one of like Paul's get togethers, but it's just like, you know, some of the shows you can just take your brain out and just watch it. <laughs> like Love Island is one of those shows. <laughs> Not that I'm plugging yeah. that show, but I'm like, oh, I don't have to think I could just like melt to the couch. And <laughs> I mean, to be fair, the examples that we gave were like British yeah. murder mystery, Law and Order, and then Love Island. So <laughs> you guys can guess our, our we have a whole spectrum of <laughs> Of things we enjoy watching. And Dad loves Hallmark movies, so it's just kind of yeah. like <laughs> it all fits. Fast and Furious, and Crystal does not. <laughs> oh, I knew you were going to bring that one. <laughs> to all my Fast and Furious friends, no shade to you, just not my cup of tea. The first one, I'm glad you watched the first one. I thought you liked that. That was a good. Yeah, one. but Lauren, there's like ten of them now. Yeah, but like one was like one was solid. One was solid. One was solid. Sequence took me to see the latest one. I feel like now for like nine and ten, I'm just like, man, but you know, I'll have a good time. You know, it's, <laughs> you know, it's, <laughs> it's like, you know what? Like, <laughs> I think another um, person we follow on YouTube is just like, what has what has um, Fast and Furious left reality? It's like it's 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 left reality a long time ago. I just you know watch it have a good time. 
you know, it's fun. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, well, y'all, I really hope everyone enjoyed this episode and got to know my amazing little sis. Thank you so much for joining, Lauren. It was so fun to do this with you. It was fun. I'm on the podcast. I hope you had a good time too. <laughs> I did. Excited for listening to more episodes and possibly coming back. <laughs> oh yeah, you're doing the relationships and dating for yeah. sure. <laughs> I know you're trying to get out of that one, but we're, we're we are going to do that one. <laughs> Someone who has been in the dating field in their thirties. <laughs> I mean, honestly. Me. I don't have much experience either, sis, but I think it would be, would be very relevant for like our generation though. <laughs> like, how very do we, what? It's still gonna be relevant for for like our generation yeah. of like how do you approach this in your thirties? Yeah. <laughs> and trying to figure it out. Yeah. And still not having any answers, but like still trying to figure it out. Absolutely. Not having a scarcity mindset, but being like, hmm. <laughs> Where are like, the men's at? I'm sorry. <laughs> that too. <laughs> wild okay (laughs) well remember that there is more than enough space for you to be seen and to see others thank you all so much for joining this episode we'll talk to you all soon all right bye